our souls did not come here to just be in boxes. And your human design helps you to sort of unlock yourself from that box and give you exactly the unique aspects of you that you are meant to be sharing with the world because that truly is the greatest contribution you can provide. Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Pantucci and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious girl talk in between, this is the space for important conversations that women should be having with their best friends. So pour yourself a glass of whatever makes you feel good, sit back, and join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. This is the second time I've had Leah on my podcast. But this is actually the first time you're hearing Leah on my podcast because (laughs) (laughs) we recorded, what, two years ago? Oh my gosh, yeah. Probably something like that. And I actually remember getting off that phone call and I'm like, that was one of my favorite recordings I have ever done. (laughs) And I remember like buzzing about it. I'm like, this is going to be such a good episode. And you're like one of my first first people that I ever had on the show. So mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. I actually don't know how podcasting works and <laughs> how I will never forget the day when I go in to edit our episode and I hear the audio of our episode and my mic, my old mic had different settings and anyone who probably records on podcasts is now being like, Oh no, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I had the direction input of my mic to be like the whole room and not like directly to my mouth. And it just sounded like I had recorded that whole episode in an underground, like, you know, like that tube that Austin Power gets frozen in. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, that's where we podcasted from, but only me. Mm, so brutal and I remember <laughs> trying to pay someone like an audio engineer being like please and he was like <laughs> he's like there's no it hope. was in in his terms of saying how it translated to me was honey there's no chance in hell that this is salvageable and I was like okay yeah cool. so cool, cool, cool. um while this is Leah's second time on the show it's actually <laughs> your first time getting to hear her so that's nice <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome thank you <laughs> Thank you for actually carving out time. I feel like now that a few years have passed, maybe you're not mad at me about it. We've gotten past this, but we've moved um, past it. We've, we've, we've gone through many it. things. <laughs> and it is kind of cool because now that we've been in each other's lives for a few years, like just where we were in our lives when that mm-hmm. first conversation recorded and seeing who you are now and like what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. It would just be two totally different episodes. Like they're not oh God, even the absolutely. same. They're yeah. not even the same person. So, anyways, this is your episode. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone <laughs> a little bit about who you are and what you're up to, and then we're gonna dive into all things life and human design. I'm so excited for this. Okay, before I jump into okay. like do the little <laughs> intro, I just have to say yeah. how excited I am for this because I was reviewing your chart just this morning. And I was like, how have I not looked at your chart before this time? But I was like, oh my God, Allie, I just love you so much more because I can see all of the pieces of you 
in this imprint here and I'm so excited to dive into it with you and and just talk about that and we're gonna have to do like an off episode situation to go through it all but in the video playback like when when I post these clips I'm gonna have to put a picture of what a chart looks like because let me tell you it is the most intimidating clusterfuck (laughs) of symbols and and triangles and arrows and you just look at the chart and I, I remember the first time I ever did my human design I was like no. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. This means literally nothing. Yeah. But I was at a, I was at a meeting this morning, and someone was like, "What's your human design?" And I was like, "I'll get back to you. I think I'm a generator, but I'll report back later this afternoon after my podcast." You're like, "I will have all the details, all the details." Yes. Okay. Yeah, back, so that's back like to you. <laughs> back to me. Let's bring it back. Um, but that's one of the big pieces that sort of shifted things for me from now and like since our last um, conversation, but I still do the same work. It's just that I've brought human design into certain aspects of it. So for those of you, many of you, I think probably anybody on this podcast, all of you, everybody, um, my name's Leah Brathwaite. I am an author. I'm a life coach. um, And I specialize in helping people come back into alignment with their most authentic selves. So that means aligning with your truth, aligning with your purpose, aligning with your power so that you can create the epic life that you are meant to live. We are all meant to live extraordinary lives. We are not all taught how to do that. In fact, we're taught the complete opposite of it. The world conditions us into who it thinks we should be. And we adopt these programs as we grow up of like who we think we need to be, who we, what we think we need to have, what we think we need to do to be happy. And I think it's the reason why so many people find themselves struggling in life, find themselves lost or stuck or just going through the motions and not feeling alive and um, in love with their lives. So mm-hmm. at least that was my experience. And I know many of my clients, I have really high powered clients. I have really regular everyday like stay-at-home moms, I have the full range of people who come into my world who are all feeling the same thing, this sort of disconnection from self, this disconnection from life, and this deep desire for more purpose, more meaning, more fulfillment, and truthfully, more success in their lives because we're, we're programmed genetically in our DNA to have mm-hmm. this desire to constantly expand and evolve. So that, in a nutshell, is the work that I do. Um, bringing human design into it has been really impactful because it's not just me and these like formulative steps that I've kind of downloaded or that I've lived from my own experience. Um, especially when I work with clients one-on-one, I'm able to look at their charts and see exactly where their gifts, their challenges, their areas of growth and their purpose lies and really clearly direct them into that highest potential. And then for those who I work with on a more general basis or in my Um, more general open programs, that's really about the deconditioning work. That's about the removal or the, um, the, the deconditioning or the deprogramming of all of those like old stories of who we think we're supposed to be to make Mm -hmm. it through in the world. Okay. On paper, (laughs) it's so, well, even uh, let, not even on paper, on the internet, for example. I just yeah. feel like everyone and their mom is a coach. I know. Yeah. And hold on. I'm not coming <laughs> after you. I'm actually like, gonna, I'm going to flip this and, <laughs> and, and compliment you for a second because I want you to actually go into your story of your transformation of like who you were 
in your mm-hmm. marriage and where you were at that point of your life to like leaving your marriage, going through this whole transformation, like you've actually lived and ex- and experienced transformation. You've mm-hmm. actually gone through and and practiced and integrated the things that you talk about. Where yeah. this might the internet might come after me for saying this, but <laughs> this is unfiltered. Um, <laughs> and it's in your design. <laughs> It's my design to talk shit. No, I'm just going to take that back, edit that out. (laughs) Um, No, but I just feel like it's such an unregulated industry, right? It's like tomorrow I can decide I want to be a social media coach. Yeah. And I could. I can take on a client and I can be a social media coach. And I think that's also the danger of the internet Mm -hmm. because people now have to figure out who do I actually align with and who do I trust. Yeah to work with and who's actually done this work. It's like yeah. going to work with the coach that actually hasn't done the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you expect those results? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to get personal with you and I want you to mm-hmm. actually dive into your story a little bit of, yeah. of what that transformation and how your life has the last 10, 15 years of your life. It's and been obviously wild. we have an hour, but <laughs> I know. I'm going to like do the Cliff's Notes version, but I wrote a book yeah. and it's got it all in there. You can get the book. It's called A New Way of Life. There we go. There's the book plug. Um, but just to that point of like, yeah, you can be a really great marketer and not actually be able to offer the transformation that you speak to. But I find in my case, I'm like, I am not really a great marketer. I have a hard time encapsulating or putting into words what I do. And that's why the more that I can sort of share my story or help people kind of relate to themselves in a way that feels really much like their story is a part of my story or my story is a part of theirs, then it makes it a resonant field that people can actually see the human, not just like the fancy mm-hmm. graphics or the big words or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting off with um, how I ended up becoming a coach or how I ended up like where I am now is really just getting to a point in my life where I was so desperately lost. I felt so empty and didn't know what I was doing. And yet I had everything that I thought I was supposed to have. So I grew up in a really, um, the life check boxes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh my God. And being like a high achiever, I was like, I'm going to do these check boxes as fast as I can. So by the time I was like 23, <laughs> I was married, I had the house, I was in my career, I was like established. And I was like, planning for the next thing like and I want the next house and I want this da, 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 da. do you want to know what I was doing at 23 I literally <laughs> don't even feel like I could say this on the internet I was at EDC Las Vegas oh my god probably not even probably I was at EDC Las Vegas raving my face off I was a raver girl I had electronic like battery pack bras where like the lights flashed to like the base of the music. I was a despicable human. Anyways, that's what I, I did. Love that's I love this. I love this. But that I that's your version of the same thing of being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just like going I'm oh, like I I was well aware of what I was doing. <laughs> I'm not proud, but not I did proud. It. maybe not the yeah. best life choices, but that's what you do when you're when that like you do the best that you can with the information that you have. So that's what I do. Apparently not you. You were a high achiever. Okay, continue. I was a high achiever, but that was simply because I was raised in such a restrictive and repressive um, Mm -hmm. environment. My family life was really chaotic growing up. Um, And on top of that, there was this huge aspect of religious indoctrination that really forced me into this good girl conditioning. So I was not a raver. Instead, I was just like little miss people pleasing perfectionist trying to do everything right, not trying to make waves, like 
just really um, a, a perfect space for complete self-abandonment. So I, over time, was like erasing parts of myself, just trying to fit in, trying to do the right thing, trying to make sure that people liked me and that I was accepted and that in the community that I was in, I was, I was fitting in. So over time, there was this deterioration of any sort of connection with my authentic self. I would have friends and I would do things and and I would be moving through life, but everything was always this like, okay, and now what? Like I, I thought I would be happy once I got engaged and I'm not. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's when we get married, then that's actually going to kick in. So it's what I call the, when I have, like when I have this, then it'll be better. When I have my, when I, when I have a weekend off, it'll be better. When we go on vacation, it'll be better. When like this constant waiting for my life to actually start in the process of like, going after things like head strong, like we're going to have this by this and we're going to have this by this and like mm-hmm. micromanaging all of the joy and pleasure out of my life into just like the next goal so that I can have a measure of safety and control or feel like I have a measure of safety and control. And in the process, my world just kept getting smaller and smaller. My anxiety kept getting bigger and bigger. And th- I say thankfully now, but I was given a gift in the form of like a shit sandwich by the universe when I was no longer able to work as a dental hygienist, which was the career that I had kind of built an identity around. Um, And I developed a nerve condition that ended my career, like debilitating chronic pain, not being able to have full function of my hand at 27 years old, being like, how am I going to pay my bills? What am I doing? Like, I'm technically disabled now. Mm. Can't work. And I don't know who I am. And that you think would have been the beginning of like the the journey. But instead, <laughs> I mean, it kind of started it. I went into the self-help You're section. You're like, wow, this literally is <laughs> slowing down my box ticking. I can't even yeah. use that hand to tick the box. Exactly. I'm like, I've got one hand tied behind my back now. <laughs> but I am that high achiever go-getter. So I'm just going to figure out how to do it with like, mm. instead of actually addressing what was deeply wrong. I tried at one point, I was like, there's got to be more to life than this. I think I'm going to go check out like the self-help section of chapters, which was always like, so shameful. Like I was like, oh God, the poor sad people who go to that section, like they must have so many issues. Meanwhile, I'm like- section the other day (laughs) and I had that same thought. I went in, I actually went to go pick up the physical copy of Calling in the One. Oh my God, I just finished that. Well- uh, I was trying to audiobook it. I couldn't. And yeah. I've been a very big audiobooker. So I yeah. haven't physically gone into a store in forever. And I get in, I get in, <laughs> and I'm standing here and I'm like, no one else is in this section. And I don't know why it made me feel pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally resonate with that. I mean, I've written a self help book and I still sometimes go into that section and I'm like, no, you know what? I belong here. This is fine. Like, The girl's probably looking at me like this poor thing thinks she's getting a husband in seven weeks. (laughs) Meanwhile, because when you read the title, it's just like seven weeks to the love of your life. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to get married in seven weeks. I'm actually trying to change my energy around love and accepting and like shifting myself. But yeah, all I could think about the books literally behind me, all I could think about was like that I was trying to hide the cover. Yeah, exactly. to be like, I don't want anybody to know what yeah, I'm and doing. And then I like go to check out and they're just like that sad lady. They're like, oh my God, did you see the book boy- she just bought? Yeah, wants a boyfriend so bad. Anyway, sorry, back to you. It's not about 
The Boyfriend. It's a great book. I've read it before and I was like, I'm going to revisit this. I loved it. Um, so yeah, I was in the self-help section, got a book, read it, was like, oh man, there's some really deep stuff in here. Wait, what was the and, book? Um, wow, wasn't that profound? I mean, it was great. It was just it was a long time ago. The monk, the monk who um, sold his Ferrari by oh Robin God. Sharma, because it seems like the least self-helpy book that I could bring to the counter. Literally, I was like, like it there's sounds this a little thing. like non-fictional, like, yeah, it's like or, a story. Sorry, fictional, like, sorry, yeah. There's like a Ferrari in it. Like that's cool. It's not it's not pathetic. It's a picture book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I read it and was like, okay, there's some stuff in here. I realized that I have some work to do. Mm. And at the same time I realized if I start doing this work, it's like when you pull a thread on a sweater and then the whole thing unravels, like there was a part of me that knew, like, I'm going to have to change a lot of shit. And I don't know if I can actually even handle that. I don't think I'm yeah. at that space or that mental place right now to do that. Like I was still in the throes of like figuring out this new way of life because I was disabled in mass amounts of pain, losing function of my hand, like considering surgery, all kinds of stuff. I was like, too much. I can't deal with my emotional problems right now. I'm just going to pretend that everything's fine. I'm going to double down on going to church because that's what's going to help me. Or so they say. And I'm just going to pretend like everything's fine because that's how, that's what I know how to do. That's what I was conditioned to do my whole life. Just <laughs> everything's great. Smile and, and keep going. It's literally um, me 99% of the time. Yeah, it's, it's literally Di Dying inside. Okay. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> No, really, it's fine. It's fine. So that ended up going on for a little while longer. Planning still, bought our second house, designed it. It was perfect. I loved it. And that's when I had what I call the oh shit moment where I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this is everything that I wanted. And I'm still not happy. I'm actually even further from happy than I thought. And I was looking around this like beautiful kitchen. I had picked everything out. It was like, it was perfect, quote unquote. And I was like, I am in somebody else's life. I don't actually even know how I got here. And I don't know what's going on. And all I could mm -hmm. feel was like this separation of two parts of me. There was like my mind, like taking in the scenery. And then there was what I call my soul. That was like, not for another minute. That was literally the audible words that I heard internally not for another minute and I was like not what for another minute and it's like not for another minute this like this life this pretending this imagining that I could get away with actually not being an active participant in my life and I could just do what everybody else wanted me to do and that moment literally changed my life like my ex my husband at the time came upstairs and was like looked at me kind of sideways and was like are you okay and I was like I don't think so. Was that the first time you'd say you'd felt intuition or like felt like an, or an, an audible download or? No, but it was the first time that I listened to it. I've okay. had those moments before and I was like, well, that's weird. Doesn't make sense. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just going to do the opposite like, of what it's telling me. Not now. <laughs> yeah. Not now. Yes. Because that's truly <laughs> intuition is so inconvenient. It's like, do the opposite of the thing that's actually happening or put yeah. yourself out on the limb yeah. or stretch yourself or take the leap. And yeah, what's the worst that human? can happen? Yeah. Well, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah. And it's truly, it's the best and worst thing at the same time. So that was the beginning of how I started 
changing my life because it was the first time I listened and it was the first time that I actually told the truth. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm not actually okay. And that literally, as much as I would have anticipated feeling even more anxiety, it was like my freedom. soul took a breath. It was freedom. And I was like, I don't know what comes next, but I like this feeling because I haven't felt this in a number of years. And then from there, it was like, okay, get into therapy, start doing more personal development. I got into yoga, which like shifted my life radically and opened up the world of mysticism and energetics that became a huge foundation to a lot of the things that I teach. Um, And it was this progressive rehabilitation of my soul and reconnection to my truth that allowed me to start reframing my life into something that felt super authentic, super fulfilling, super meaningful, and allowed me to do my soul's work in the world. And we all have that opportunity, but we're not all ready for it. And we're not all going to choose it because along with that opportunity comes having to let go of everything that you're not and everything that you might've built your life on that is sort of in opposition to your most authentic truth or to your soul's fullest expression. So it takes a huge amount of courage um, to first of all, go into the self-help section to, to admit that there is even something wrong, but that's the first step. That book's for you and not a gift. Yes, exactly. Can I get get a gift receipt for for that book? (laughs) Exactly. I don't want anybody to know. (laughs) I think if you're listening, well, you obviously are listening because you're here, but I'm just going to be like, so for those of you listening, um, I think the best way to to relate to that, if you're not really, maybe it's not resonating with you, because for me, that always happens in the form of a catastrophic event yeah, or big change in your life is about to happen. So if you're feeling like maybe you just lost your job, maybe your relationship just ended, maybe you know that something's coming, like you can feel it coming mm-hmm. and you're feeling that resistance because it's been the most comforting thing to you and it's become your identity and you probably deep down inside know like, Hey, this actually isn't for me and it's going to change, but I'm actually not prepared for that change. I think that like, that's the best way to describe that, Mm -hmm. that space that you're relating to. Like, am I going to sit and burn Mm -hmm. or leave that job to find the same job at another company? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to break up with this partner, get dumped, and then right away find a new partner and do the same shit until they mm-hmm. fucking figure out who I am. Mm-hmm. It's like that that definition of insanity, right? Like h- how often do you just do the same thing expecting different results? Or totally. are you finally going to sit in the flame and be like, are we going to change or are we going to yeah. repeat? Yeah. And that's that's the power of our programming because we don't – consciously go out to do the same dumb shit over and over again we just do it because it's literally conditioned in our minds and that's why it's so Mm -hmm. powerful to do this deconditioning work of like getting to know your minds like this is what I teach in those in my larger containers of everybody can do this work it doesn't have to be um, super specific to a one-on-one coach of course Mm -hmm. you can go deeper in that regard but getting to know your own mind, getting to know who you are is the most valuable work that you can do for -hmm. your life, for your business, for your wealth. It doesn't matter what it is because you are the one thing that goes with you everywhere in your life. And to speak to those catastrophic events, truly they come as like the dump truck that is like 
unloading all of the stuff yeah. because <laughs> you likely have heard or felt little things where you're like, Ooh, I don't actually feel like doing this thing, but I'm saying, yes, I'm watching myself do this thing that I don't really want to do. Your voice gets like higher. You just do this, like the, the smile and, and keep going, even though you're like everything in my body is telling me no, but it doesn't make sense. So I'm going to go with what my brain says, which is like the logical thing to do would be to just do the thing that somebody's asking me to do instead of listening to your inner authority and activating your power to create in alignment with your truth instead of in reaction to somebody else's demand or expectation on you. And that's that's a challenging muscle to start to build, to start to build your intuition, to be able to hear it, to know what it sounds like, and then to actually act on it. Because you can hear it, you can know it, and you can still not do anything about it. And then down the line, here comes the dump truck. You're disabled. Your boyfriend breaks up with you. Your husband is cheating on you. You lose your job, like you're whatever. Yeah. Those are like the big culminations of all of these small moments of misalignment and abandonment that build into these catastrophic events. But along the way, your soul is always like guiding you. It's always giving you breadcrumbs. And it's just most of us are like, nah, it doesn't really feel like convenient or nah, you know what? I think I'm good. I'll just have another drink instead. I feel like if we, I want to say one last thing before we redirect this conversation, otherwise we're going to go down (laughs) a whole other topic. But one of the things, and if you've listened to the show before, you've heard Kelsey on, um, you've heard Kelsey on a couple of episodes and Kelsey's one of our good friends. Love Kelsey. I, one of the best things I ever learned from her and I I did her program after a really bad breakup a few years ago. Um, but one of the things that she said that stuck with me forever was that your brain, your body, you personally will subconsciously continue to do things Mm -hmm. that will, remind you of why you're always right so like you're gonna keep dating the fuck boy or the person that's like hey i don't want a relationship Mm -hmm. and choose things that you know aren't going to work out so it can still feed the story of like of course yet another person doesn't want to date me or i'm not good Mm -hmm. enough to do this or choose the jobs where it's like you you have these stories about yourself that are negative and you're subconsciously going to keep choosing those patterns that feed that story so you can never change that belief. And I'm like, wow, I literally do that. And even though I've been aware of that for four or five years now, I actually have to be hyper aware of it because I will still find myself in little moments to be like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. we're psycho really we are like it's it's <laughs> it's the human condition like it's the human yeah. I like to think of it as like our soul's journey is one of like our greatest expression and expansion mm-hmm. and our human journey is like remembering that we are not just this that we have like this complete other divinity or this aspect of us that is unlimited but yeah. to be able to manifest on the physical plane we have the human condition of like constantly having to remind ourselves of that. And everything is really like this opportunity to create a new, but um, true freedom. And that's why I call it the live free lifestyle of like true freedom is being conscious and aware of that and having like a sequential way to move through those stuckness, those areas of stuckness. It's mm-hmm. how you're able to like actually let your soul lead the way instead of your mind and your conditioning and your habitual patterns 
repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's not that I'm not lovable. It's that I keep choosing to date partners that say they don't want relationships or it's not that I'm not good at my job. It's that I'm choosing jobs that I know I don't want to do. Or like for me, I just found that what my wake up call was realizing that I was the common denominator in every situation in my life. Like why do I have every piece of shit boss that could exist in the world versus, oh, maybe I'm not actually thriving in an environment that supports what I really want and need. Maybe I'm meant to be my own boss. Yeah. Or why are my relationships working out? Well, you're abandoning yourself in every relationship. So yeah, yeah I think it's it's working with someone like you. And that's why I think when choosing the right coach, when choosing mm-hmm. the right therapist, when choosing the right person to to work you, it's not it's not someone actually telling you how to live your life. It's someone actually making you so aware of your past conditioning of even someone like Carrie, the cranial sacral therapist, like helping me realize more about my childhood that I had no fucking idea how blocked off it was. Yeah. Um, It's just those, the, the accumulation of little moments of awareness that you're like, ah, okay. And then all of a sudden things probably are still an inconvenience and they're still upsetting, but like, they're, you're, they're not as personal. They're like, let me, let me try and reframe this. And I, let me tell you, I'm making it sound real easy. <laughs> oh God. No, this is your work of a lifetime. If, if you're one of my close friends or you're someone in the group chat, I'm not cool, calm, or <laughs> Zero chill. No, I'm just kidding. But that's, it's so true. I like, I had one teacher early on in my journey say that the greatest teachers and healers are the ones who show you how to teach and heal yourself. So it's really just pointing you back to yourself mm-hmm. as the greatest, most powerful teacher, healer, advisor that you have. And that is why I, I focus so much on reconnecting people to their souls because I can tell you all the things, but it doesn't mean anything unless it's coming from you. It doesn't, yeah. your alignment has to come from yeah. you for sure. Let's talk about human design. Okay, let's do it. Oh my gosh. What the Where hell is start? it? Yeah. <laughs> Question one, what the fuck is human design? What the fuck <laughs> is human design? Oh, there's so many ways for me to explain this, but the way that I like to explain it is really like your soul's blueprint. It's like the map of the way that you, or your user manual of how you're supposed to best operate to- My car manual. Your car manual, exactly, for your human, to be able to navigate the world in the most um, aligned, effective, and successful way. <clears throat> so essentially, it's it's a part science, part spiritual system that was downloaded um, in the late 80s, I believe. And it's fascinating how accurate it is. So it combines like a number of different modalities. There's astrology and um, astronomy included in it. There's quantum physics. There is the Chinese I Ching, which is like a measure of divination. Um, There is the Kabbalah tree of life. Like there's so many aspects, like there's so many things put together into this one system. I'm laughing because all I can picture is that picture of what it looks like. And I'm (laughs) I'm stressed thinking about it. I know it looks complicated for sure. Do yourself a favor, everyone, and go look up your human design chart, put in your birthday and just see for yourself. You're going to sit there and be like, um, what is Leah's email address? Because literally though, (laughs) someone needs to read this for me. Even if I look up instructions on how to read it, I'm like, no, 
It's complex, but it can yeah. also be simplified for sure. Like with you to buy you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, totally. But, but there's so many places on the internet that give like really great information. That's not part of my design. My design is really, um, I'm a great storyteller because as a three, five, I live life on the edge. I'm somebody who will test everything to make sure it's so trial and error is like the way I roll. I'm like, you say the stove is hot, but I'm going to test how hot it really is by putting my hand on it. And then I'll be able to tell you exactly what to do, what not to do, because I've done the dumb thing that. I feel like I don't know if that's in my chart, but I would do that just to make sure you're not lying. <laughs> There's... Don't touch it, it's hot. Don't touch that cactus. And then like, oh. like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I think that's more along the lines of your gate of opposition than it is like the, the, um, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'll figure <laughs> you this are out not myself. The boss of me. Yeah. Literally that I'm must be. <laughs> yeah. When I was looking at your incarnation cross, I was like, Oh, Allie, I just have so much more love for you because it all makes sense. And you're living it out so beautifully. I'm just like, she's doing Emily, it. Though. She's doing it. Beautifully seems questionable, but okay. Yeah. Let's break this down. So back to the blueprint. Back to the blueprint. So essentially in human design, it separates, it gives everybody the opportunity to be their most expressed and unique self. And the beautiful thing about it is that the more you understand how unique and individual you are, the more you recognize that you are an integral part of the collective. So it's not just this like me, myself and I, I'm the best because I'm a generator and blah, blah, blah. It's like I serve this role in the entirety of the system meaning like the system of all of humanity working together. This so like, I'm sorry, this sounds like burning man to me. Like we're about to like, we're about to go down and figure out like where we fit in this community. <laughs> yes, truly. Like that's essentially what it is. And it gives you the opportunity to connect with the purpose that you came here for. And we're yeah. all looking for more meaning. We're all looking for more understanding of like, wait, what the actual fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the point of it all? What am I good at? What am I supposed to do? What what did I come here for? And so human design allows some of those questions to be answered and gives you a way to move through the world as a way of experimentation so that you you can know truthfully for yourself who you came here to be, what you came here to do, and how you're meant to operate through the world. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, I'm like, take a deep breath. Okay. Uh, For someone listening, Mm -hmm. let's say they're not on the woo-woo side. They're like, Mm -hmm. I don't believe in manifesting. I don't believe in Burning Man. (laughs) I actually don't really resonate with anything. Like what you're saying to me just went over my head. Mm -hmm. How does one understanding their human design help them function better in their day-to-day as a partner, a friend, um, an employee, a boss? Like, Would you relate it to understanding someone's love languages? Um, yeah, it could sort of be like understanding someone's love languages. It's just more of an in-depth encyclopedia of like more than just the five love languages, but yeah, there's a, there's a little bit more to it, but at the very base level of it, if you don't believe in like energy, I, I mean, I don't really know what to tell you if you don't believe in energy, but, but please, please stop listening right now. Go read a book on energy and then come back and and join the class. Um, But if you don't believe, if you're, if you're having a hard time with like the spiritual aspect of it is it's actually a really scientific Mm -hmm. and measurable um, 
system as well. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you believe in astrology as in like the astrological signs and the houses and all of that, I'm sure everybody can relate to the fact that there um, are influences in the atmosphere that come from planets and stars. For instance, our sun has a very tangible effect on our system, on the way that we operate, on our emotional levels. If you live in Vancouver, hello, you don't see the sun for like half the year. There's an emotional response to that. There's an energetic Mm -hmm. response to it as well. You feel more alive. You Mm -hmm. have noticeable changes to your skin when you're out in the sun. Mm -hmm. So that's the simplest example of like the scientific or like the tangible for the people who need facts and tangible things of like the effect that planets can have on our systems. And then moving on beyond that, when we get into the particulate and the subatomical, the subatomic um, functioning of the breath of stars and the breath of planets, the quote unquote breath of stars and breath of planets. If you think of the universe or our, our earth being contained with an atmosphere of oxygen, the universe is kind of like this contained system with neutrinos, which are these subatomic particles that contain energy and information that are constantly streaming. Like right now we're being like hit by all of these like little tiny particles of energy and information It's all of the stuff that makes up space. It's not that it's empty. It's just that it's full of all of these tiny particles. The way that those particles interact with us is what creates the energetic imprint of our human design. So the reason why it's so important to know your birth date and your time as specific as possible is because when you come into incarnation in human form, when you're born, depending on the planets that are in proximity, that's what's going to be what leaves this charge or this imprint of energy and information that activates your human design or that activates Mm -hmm. a part of your chart. And then that information is what's contained in your blueprint. And that helps you to navigate the world with more ease, more confidence, more clarity, um, and more power. Cash. (laughs) Just, does that explain it? I mean, if, it's, if you don't want to believe in like the spiritual aspect of it. Yeah. The people that are like, (laughs) not spiritual they're like and i'm gonna see where everyone signed off (laughs) (laughs) drops off here (laughs) okay so let's compare it to taking an enneagram test you're going for a job you do those questionnaires and you have all those little wheels and it basically Mm -hmm. tells you you thrive better in these environments or taking this kind of feedback or these kinds of roles or your creativity Mm -hmm. how do you like to compare those two The thing that I like the most about human design, that and gene keys are some of the most complete systems because it does take into effect like your actual DNA and your actual energetic blueprint instead of just the cognitive functioning of like how you might relate in in interactions. It brings in aspects that are completely unique to you. So as far as I know, how many Enneagram numbers are there? I don't know. I don't know. Nine, twelve. I think it's nine or something. Nine or twelve. <laughs> One of those like like doesn't matter. We're not doing numbers. an episode on that. <laughs> um it goes deeper than that. So there are five different energy types in human design. And then on top of that, there's authorities that differentiate those energy types. And then on top of that, there's profile lines that differentiate those energy types and those authorities. And on top of that, there's all of those lines, those crazy lines that you were talking about, those differentiate even more. So it gives you a really 
specified blueprint mm-hmm. of who you actually are. Um, and I've never seen two charts that are completely identical. There are so many aspects and you That's can so go cool. so deep into your human design that you'll recognize there's nobody exactly quite like you. Um, and that gives you the power to really own who you are and to recognize like, dude, we're not all meant to do the same thing. That checkbox, that like checklist is garbage because it's not meant for everybody to move through the world in the same way. It's not meant for everybody to stay in a job for 30 years. Some people, yeah, that may be great, but the Mm -hmm. expectation that we stick to one career, do one thing for the entirety of our lives and then retire and hopefully have fun after it is not made for the population. It's made as like a form of standardized sort of control, but our souls did not come here to just be in boxes. And your human design helps you to sort of unlock yourself from that box and give you exactly the unique aspects of you that you are meant to be sharing with the world, because that truly is the greatest contribution you can provide. So this is going to be a loaded question, but I'm going to let's try and break this down as simple as we can. Okay. Let's talk about the types of people or person you can be and mm-hmm. maybe like a one sentence of like, for example, I'm a generator, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <Yeah>. You are. <laughs> so like, <clears throat> what's it like, Ali, you're like, okay. No. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> so like, what's a generator and like, what are they typically like? And then what's the next one? And like, what are okay. they typically like, you know? Okay. Cool. Are you picking um, up what I'm putting down? <laughs> I am picking up what you're putting down and I'm going to, okay, I don't know. You can I, boss me around a little bit. <laughs> no, no, this is perfect. I think I can speak to this um, and I'm going to say it in an analogy that I kind of made up while I was teaching um, a program that I have called the Bliss Blueprint because I was like, how do I convey what the point, like how you share your energy with the world? It's kind of like a vague way of explaining things. So I came up with like energy being like, light. Like when you plug in a lamp and there's a light that comes on, that's how I'm going to sort of explain these energy types and hopefully it will make sense. And if it doesn't, you can just give me the time out and I'll be like, okay, we're going to edit this out and (laughs) try something else. Um, But I'm going to relate it to energy types and light. So there are five energy types in the human design system. Um, Start start with mine because it's the most important. Okay. (laughs) Is obviously, and that's actually one of the most common. It is like the most common. So generators, um, generators and manifesting generators make up like most of the percentage of the population. It's like 37 and 33%, something like that. So a generator is um, what I like to refer to as like a glow worm. So do you remember those dolls in the 80s? Like, wait, you were born in 1990. So these dolls in the 80s, these glow worm dolls... <laughs> I'm an 80s baby. I I wanted a glowworm doll. I never got one. But they're these dolls that when you squeeze them, they light up and they have this like really nice warm glow. And your face right now is like not relating the way that I want it to, but just hear me <laughs> out. So, <laughs> as generators, the energy that you share with the world is like this really warm, inviting, sort of magnetic, attractive energy. When you are in alignment, you're like this warm thing that like everybody's like, ooh, what is that? I want to be a part of that. I want to like experience Mm -hmm. that. So when you're lit up or when you're like squeezed like the glow worm, okay, this isn't the best one. I promise the other ones are going to make more sense. But when you're lit up by doing something that is in alignment, 
that's in yeah. then you create this sort of magnetic yeah. warm glowing energy yeah. that everybody is like oh that's amazing i want to be in that person's world okay. so that's what a generator is meant to do they're meant to light up the world show what pleasure and joy and being lit up from the inside doing things that you're passionate about is is meant to be in the world you're meant to be this like bright glowing energy that attracts in Manifesting generators, which are kind of a variant of generators, they also have manifestor energy in them. Those I like to think of almost as like fireflies. So you see these like bright things that are just kind of like going sort of all over the place. So Kelsey, our friend Kelsey is a manifesting generator and she's like over here, she likes this sort of stuff and this sort of stuff and this sort of stuff. She's like the multi-passionate person who's got all kinds of stuff. Why am I not that? You are. (laughs) But that's not like the signature of your energy. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. I'm making this about me. Continue. (laughs) When I dive into your chart, and I think we're probably going to have to do most of that offline, you're going to be like, oh, I am that too. Okay. But, and that's what I mean by differentiation. Like it's, it's very vague to just say, oh, I'm a generator. Like you and I are both generators, but we move through the world in very different ways. Because if you look at our charts, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. So the more differentiated you become, or the more, um, the more aware of your uniqueness you become, the more you see, oh, I get to do things in my complete unique way. So a generator like you, who is, does have a lot of different like passions, doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily meant to be a manifesting generator, mm-hmm. but a manifesting generator, they have like this sort of bright energy that is like really colorful. And they're kind of like, boom, 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 like in a, a bunch of different ways. And they're meant to show us variety. They're meant to show us like mm-hmm. all of these different places that we can see and all of these different things to explore. And they're this bright light that is moving through the world and people are, are lit up by them. I that I'm not this one. I don't, sorry, continue. <laughs> You might feel jealous about all of them because when I get into manifestors, you're going to be like, damn, I want to do that. But there's no one that's better than the other. Remember, we're all like contributing in a really important way. I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) And true. But I think of manifestors as like lightning bolts. So they're the ones who are the initiators. They're the catalysts. They're the ones Mm -hmm. who the slogan, just do it, actually makes sense for. For, mm-hmm. us, for us, like as generators, we're meant to respond to things in a different way. We're not the ones that like go and make it happen. But a lightning bolt sort of, oh my, your face is amazing. <laughs> but the manifesting energy is like, they're the catalyst. They get things they started. They call it in. They're like, I they want call, this. Like, and they like, like, boom. Do it. Yeah. And then they're like, on to the next thing. And they like, keep yeah. moving. They are like fast, fast energy. So what makes a manifesting generator a manifesting generator is that they have the glowing, like open sort of um, magnetic aura of mm-hmm. the generator. And then they have the ability to like move quickly when they're in alignment. And once they've like checked in with mm-hmm. their authority to do things really quickly, mm-hmm. they like get on something and then they're like, boom. Whereas like a generator is like, we grow and grow and grow. And it takes us a little bit of time to build momentum. And then we're really bright and beautiful. And then it's hard to like change directions really quickly. Whereas a manifesting generator is like, boom, this like bright, like, you're sort really of like, not making me feel good about mine. I just oh don't know gosh. what it is. Allie, like, I'm a generator too. And I, I think know, generators are I, the absolute best. I know, but the manifestors seem like I'm jealous of them. Okay, sorry. I'm like, okay, so the manifestors. Like, <laughs> manifestors are like the quick boom, they get things done, they move to the next thing. They're the ones who are meant to get the rest of the party started. Like they yeah. come in, they they start things off, and then they go on to something else. 
And then we have the projectors. I love projectors so deeply. And they, to me, are like a laser because they have such a powerful and focused energy that unless you get close to it, you can almost like miss it. And I find a lot of projectors are like, I don't feel seen or they have a hard time feeling seen or they have a hard time seeing themselves because it's such a fine focused energy. But once it's like focused, it can like cut through anything. It's literally quiet behind the scenes, build it, like don't announce anything until it's out there. Like not so much, but the way that they see the world, they have this like greater perspective of the world. So they see like the manifestors and the generators and the manifesting generators, like all moving around, like going quick. The projectors are like, they don't have that same sort of like frenetic energy as much. So they can like observe everything and they can be like, oh, they're like on the the top floor of things. And they're like, oh, if you move this over here and you move this over here, it's going to work so much more efficiently. Uh, and they have, <laughs> you're definitely not a projector. <laughs> But they have like the ability to see through things with such Mm -hmm. precision that it is like so, so powerful. And their signature is success. Like they are the ones that are like here to show us how to be successful in a more um, strategic, streamlined and um, sequential sort of place. Not not necessarily like safe, but more of like this um, just like more of a strategic way of moving through the world instead of like just... Ah, like this sort of like more frantic energy. So they have this like fine laser focus that is so, so powerful. And then we have the reflectors who I consider like disco balls. They're meant to be like in the middle of everything and everything that is around them gets reflected. Mm -hmm. So the energy of the reflectors is dependent on the environments that they find themselves in. So if they're around a lot of like really big, bright, fast moving energy, they're going to have that sort of activation within themselves and they're going to be able to reflect back the quality of that energy. And they show us how we are doing in the grand scheme of things. So if we look at it like as an entire system, we have like the manifestors who are going to start stuff off. They're going to be like the initiators. We have the projectors who are going to be like the CEOs kind of being like, this is where this should go. This is where this should go. We have the manifesting generators who are bringing in all of the, the variety and these new ideas and these fresh takes. We have the generators who are building and growing and creating this like magnetic energy for things to go. And then we have the reflectors who are like looking at it all and they're like, yeah, good job. Or like, Ooh, there's like the energy that they're reflecting is a little bit off and then they get to, show us how to to change directions yeah so that's like very intense ecosystem of human beings who actually have no idea who they are exactly so when you get into alignment yeah and you realize when you're aligned as a generator you are going to be like I'm the fucking best. Like generators are the actual best. Like when you're in alignment with your human design, you're going to recognize the power that you hold in it. And when you can use it to your advantage, you're going to start to see like success happening in a really magnetic way. It's not going to be this forcing energy of like, I have to go out and make things happen. Oh God, I need to start book a session with you right now because I'm, that's literally where I am in my life now though, but you yeah. know this where it's like, okay, I'm actually in that, I'm that meme of the dog sitting in the fire with the coffee, obviously yeah. with the coffee and it's like, I'm fine, but actually yeah. I'm not fine. And it's because I know I'm, I'm, I was like, okay, are we going on the trajectory that we're dreaming of and we're talking about and the change is happening and we're uncomfortable and we're panicking and we're really not doing well? Yeah. So how are we going to like, I need to like figure out 
A, declare what I want, put a plan of action in and like actually just get into alignment with it. So I'm feeling like this is happening at a very nice time so I can book in a session with you so you can boss me around a little bit. Oh my gosh. I mean, that in your chart is going to be a challenge because you... Yeah, I know. You can't um, boss me around. You have to tell me quite nicely. (laughs) You literally have the gate of control in your incarnation cross. So I will suggest things to you so that it sounds like it's your idea and then you'll be like, okay, cool. Like you'll be in control of doing the thing. But uh, the, the main thing that I think is the most powerful thing that you can build to be able to operate in alignment with your human design is to learn how to trust yourself because we've been mm-hmm. so conditioned out of it mm-hmm. that you and I as generators, we have this assumption that if we don't do it, it's not going to happen. We have to like yes. go and make things happen. But just the stories that you were telling me, even like last night when we were catching up, the stories of like, all of a sudden this thing just came into my world and I was just out having a good time. And like, you know what I mean? Like that's truly how a generator is meant to achieve success. It's not by forcing things. It's by responding to what feels most alive and pleasurable and in alignment in the moment. So the more that you can understand how you're meant to operate within your um, energy type, and there's like really specific ways to do it. It's not like a guessing game. It's like you follow your strategy and the most important thing that you can do to be able to do that is like listen to your authority, but also decondition all of the programming that has kept you removed from being able to trust yourself, being able to tap Mm -hmm. into what it feels like to be lit up from the inside. This is juicy. And I know we're just like literally skimming the surface because if I asked you questions, I just feel like we would be here for six days. Um, But I think the biggest call to action here is that it's actually so easy for people to access their own chart. And I think like bringing that into people's field, like for everyone listening right now, I literally want you to get off the call and go look at your chart. First of all, don't panic because I know you will. If you're like me, you're like, holy fuck, what am I looking at? Um, But it's so easy to book in a session with you, even just to spend an Mm -hmm. hour with you to have you explain like, how do I jumpstart this? Because I I also feel like sometimes it just takes the smallest little shift in your life that sparks like a feel-good moment Mm -hmm. or sometimes the smallest thing in your life to bump you into alignment. Like today, this morning I woke up, I had a really bad day. My car didn't start. I had, it was going to get towed, all these things. And I was on the phone. I was crying with my mom and I'm like, I've been here for five fucking days in a city that I don't want to be back in. I have clients Mm -hmm. yelling at me. I'm taking it from every angle. I'm in a place where I don't want to be. And it's so interesting to see that like when I'm out and I'm in a place where I need to be, my soul needs to be it's like Mm -hmm. job this this everything goes and my mom's like well it's because you're on vacation I'm like no it's not because I'm on vacation it's because I'm in a place where my energy is open and I'm accepting and I'm calling more in and I'm living what I'm actually saying like living out what what I'm saying I want I'm being it I'm walking the walk And then I come back here and I immediately feel this drain. And yes, there's a balance because it's not always going to come. And sometimes it's like, I want things and I want them now. And -hmm. you want that instant gratification. But going back to that small thing, like even today, after having a little meltdown, I said, okay, we're going to redirect this. We're going to make a choice. Yeah. And we're going to say, actually, for this situation, nah, I don't accept that. And I'm okay with this now. That's Mm -hmm. at peace. And- thank you. I now have space to now go do something that's going to like 
give me the space to call in something better. And even just by deciding that, the release of energy, I get a message from someone I haven't heard from in three years being like, can you come to Montreal to take photos? But it's just something like the universe will give you these tiny little reminders that sometimes all you need is that little shift to be Mm -hmm. like, thank you. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not a big contract, but maybe you get that apartment that, Mm -hmm. you know, like you were hoping to get, or maybe like, I don't know what it is. There could be a million examples and I can go on a tangent, but if doing something as easy as downloading your chart and booking (laughs) in like a quick hour with you to even just get a spark of inspiration and understanding to be like, you know, what are five little things, tiny changes that I can implement in my life this week Mm -hmm. to just like say to the universe, okay, let's just test this out. Yes. Like what literally, what literally do you have to lose for it? Sometimes I like, feel like I have this resistance to change, but I'm like, this shit's not working for me anyway. So what are you actually sticking around for? Yeah. So that's your homework. This one's a little bossy. (laughs) Usually I don't tell you to do things. Like if there's an ad on the podcast, I'm not like buy this candy or like buy this thing. But like you actually have homework on this trip. Um, Not this trip. I'm still on vacation. (laughs) You're still. (laughs) Um, You actually have homework. If you're listening to this, you have to go. I'll put the link in the show notes. You have to go get your human design chart and then you're going to take it to Leah and you're just going to sit and you're just going to go through it. And I'm actually going to do the same because... I we're doing help. it right after this. Yeah. We'll pay for well, not right after this. I yeah. have another call, but <laughs> we're doing it before you yeah. leave. We're doing yeah. it for sure. Um, and the thing about the way that I, I read these charts is I, I don't want it to just be me telling you this is, yeah. this is what you are. I always give people the opportunity to bring whatever is going on in their life to the session. And then mm-hmm. we apply exactly what's going on in the chart to that. And you will walk away with like a really clear understanding of your energy type, your strategy, which is the way that you are meant to best manifest or bring in these opportunities according to your energy type, your authority, which is your decision maker, not your mind. It's like that soul body connection of intuitive wisdom. Um, And then we get into some of your um, profile, like what makes you who you actually are. We talk about the centers, like the way that you move through the world. So I'll explain all of those weird shapes and and some of the lines and stuff. But the thing is with human design, you can continue to to go through it and learn something new every time. But my, my intention with these readings or these consultations that I do is to have you walk away with, like you said, these like actual practical tools that you can mm-hmm. start implementing so that you are operating in alignment and you can actually experiment and recognize like, oh shit, you know what? When I stop forcing, I let go of that frustration. I feel super satisfied with the really beautiful opportunities that are coming into my world. And then it leads to the next magical thing yeah. because it truly is meant to be this magical unfolding of you making a move, the universe responding to your energy, and then you responding to what the universe brings back and forth. That's literally what our lives are. But we think that life is happening to us and there's just this shit that happens and we get frustrated. Yeah. And I go into victim state. I'm like, of course. Like, And it's so interesting to notice being back in an energy here where I'm like, okay, well, you have to be here for a bit. So are you going to sit here and just like keep saying that it's the shittiest experience of all time? Or are you going to rewrite that story and, and manipulate your reality or control your reality a little bit to like 
build what you want to build. So totally. I call it creating your reality. So <laughs> like you're actually creating the hey. results that you want. But I think <laughs> manipulate's a great word. I mean, <laughs> that's a control freak in me. I will manipulate you. It sounds really bad. Actually, I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, oh my God, you guys, I, I already said it, but I'm going to link all of Leah's info um, in the show notes. And obviously you can connect with her on Instagram and her website. And I feel like, I mean, you can say this for yourself, but that's the easiest kind of gateway to you, you know, like having a session and to understand these charts, but then you have programs and courses and all of the good things. So I'll let you say that really quick and then we're out of here. Bouncing. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, the best way to connect is on Instagram at leah.brathwaite. I respond to my DMs if they're appropriate. If they're weird, like creepy ones, no, we don't do that. But um, my DMs are always open and I'm offering currently sessions, one on one sessions for human design sessions. I do a lot of my coaching one on one using your human design. So, we really get into who you are, what you want to accomplish, and we use your chart to kind of guide you really specifically. Um, but what I have going on that I'm so excited to be bringing back is the Live Free Lifestyle, which is my foundational signature. It's my legacy, my soul's work. This is what my life up until this point has created. Um, just through my own journey. And this is the process of deconditioning that I was talking about before. This is all about like shifting your beliefs, creating a new reality for yourself by aligning to who you really are, figuring out what you really want and how you're meant and what you're meant to do in the world. So it's a a three month experience that is beginning in October. It is um, not just my words, but my past clients who've experienced it. It is a life-changing program um, that I'm super proud of. So that's going to be beginning in October. Um, but for now, my schedule is fairly flexible to take on some new sessions. And this is stuff that I'm so passionate to talk about. So anybody that comes on to these calls, I'm just like, like I just love everybody that comes into my world because human design lets me see like the soul of the person, the human. Mm-hmm. And um, it's such a gift to be able to see that but also to reflect it back to people it's it's really um yeah it's really a gift so I'm just grateful to be able to share it with people like you to share it with your beautiful community and yeah yeah I think this is gonna be great so takeaways from this call download your chart book in a sesh with Leah and then report back I actually like on Instagram um, I actually would love to hear feedback on like how everyone's sessions goes. Cause I think it would be so cool to be like, this was the best I thing I ever that. learned. Um, so well, cool. thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see thanks. you later. Anytime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Honey. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of unfiltered with Ali. Just a friendly reminder that I have new episodes that drop every single week, including some bonus content called Honey Check, co-hosted with my best friend, Jenna Garrow, where we catch up for some classic girl talk. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the show. And of course, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only do I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes, but it helps support the show so much. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at, at unfilteredwithally. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes, slide into my DMs, and you can find the link for my free online Facebook community. This is designed for inspiring badass women all around the world. I can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye.